Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new Legion of Dan. We're so happy to be back. I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Danny Newman. I'm Daniel Lynch. And I'm Pixel Dan Erdley. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at least half of us are having birthdays coming up soon. Is that correct? Uh, I know I am. We have That's certainly true for me too. That's what so, I thought. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Next week. Woo! Oh, oh, Danny, what day? The 10th of March. The 10th, okay. The 10th, yep. Right. So happy right, birthday. Come tomorrow. Yes, that's right. Awesome. Well, happy birthday, Danny. Likewise. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> this like as if this is going to air uh, tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> March 3rd. March 3rd is my March birthday. 3rd. That's right. Sweet. <laughs> uh, we've... we've We've lost the illusion of timeliness. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of timeliness, it's just been mere days oh. since uh, Toy Fair. Toy Fair 2017. Yeah. And half of us were there. Half of us were watching uh, from home. But we're going to talk about what Man, we Man, it is not. What's that? I was gonna say it's not my birthday, and I didn't go to Toy Fair. I'm just I'm on the I'm on the butt end here. You, <laughs> you have nothing in common with any I, of the rest of us I, except I know. for your name. I'm, I'm just gonna have to, I'm just gonna have to change my name to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Matt's I know you were following the coverage though. I was I was I actually updated checklist, which is actually more ghastly um, been longer than since we last did the uh, yeah. podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet you worked harder than us updating those checklists. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's easy. Uh, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> but this year uh, for Toy Fair, it was unseasonably warm. Uh, wonderful. I've been going to Toy Fair. This I think was my 16th straight year, and in that oh. time, I've been in at least two of New York's record snowfalls because of Toy Fair. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> This time, yeah. it was in the 60s. The whole time, I did not pack a hat, I did not pack a scarf, <laughs> I did not pack gloves, and I felt <laughs> like I was being tricked somehow, like I was going to get there, <laughs> like oh, was... midway on the plane, like the bottom was going to drop out, and just, <laughs> I'd show up in, you know, ankle-deep snow, but that didn't right. happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super weird, and it's funny, because I've... You've got double the amount of toy fairs that I have on me because this was my eighth toy fair. Okay. Uh, and every year that I've gone, it has been like 20 degrees below and covered in snow and ice everywhere. I have never seen New York City without snow and ice all over it. This was my <laughs> first time being there. Actually, like, it was insane. Like, we were walking around outside with, you know, you could put on a light jacket and sometimes didn't even need that. That's how warm it was. It yeah. was really bizarre. Yeah, I went to dinner with some friends one night, and I was just carrying my coat. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, yeah, like the New Yorkers were still walking around with, like, scarves and things. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is fine, people. <laughs> so I, I wore short sleeves one day. It was that warm. It was very strange. Oh, man. It was great, though. Yeah. I, I'm, I, we're spoiled now, because now I'm going to want that every year, and there's no way that's going to happen again. <laughs> no, and especially the last two years have been so bitterly cold. I mean, you so bad. you yeah. live, you know, outside Chicago, and you've seen some cold, I'm sure. Right, yeah. So it's usually not too much different in New York than it is here in Illinois. It's usually about on par. But, like you said, the last two Toy Fairs specifically were just so bitter cold. Like, it hurt to be outside. Yeah. That's how cold it was. It just yeah. felt like you were being stabbed in the face. 
uh-huh. the moment you stepped outside. It was bad. <laughs> so this was a nice change of pace. It I was. liked it quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, one's front, pretty, no one's fretting about their flights. You know, nothing. Right, yeah, no flights got canceled. <laughs> That's always a fear going to Toy Fair. Yeah. Am I actually going to make it? Are the airports going to stay open? <laughs> Although my flight did get pushed back two and a half hours to get to New York because L.A. was having crazy rain, which it never yeah. You know, We've been in a drought for like seven years, and now <laughs> we were having biblical floods. So I actually missed the Lego appointment, my first appointment of the day. Uh, because I was still on an airplane. Yeah, I was I was getting worried about you. I was wondering if you were going to show up. I finally saw you later that day at Hasbro. That was the first time I had seen you, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who wants to go first? What What's something... I, I, I mean, I know Danny Newman saw something that if he would have written down 600 things on a piece of paper, he would not have guessed this would have showed up at Toy Fair. Never Ooh. in a million years, no. Do uh-uh. you want to go first, Danny? Oh sure, I've got a I've got a pretty long list. I thought this was a I thought this was a pretty amazing toy fair. I there was there was a lot to be excited about, and I'm you know I have a pretty small niche that I that gets me excited, and I don't know I've got a pretty long list in front of me. Do you guys feel the same? Do you feel like there was a lot of neat stuff at this toy fair in particular? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is because. There was just so much like of this retroy goodness, just you know, coming from from all over the place. And one of the most amazing things was, well, first of all, the amount of Super Seven reaction lines that yeah. were announced, and and they're all cool, and we can talk about all of them. But one in particular really really stood out because it was it's out of left field, but it's bonkers amazing, and it is the Jack Kirby Lord of Light figure. Yes. As soon as I saw uh, that, I went, boy, Danny Newman it, is first in line. Every, the line starts like behind a, him. It was like a, like a blink, blink, blink. Like, I, can't, I couldn't believe my eyes. And I'm like, am I dreaming? Is this, is this really real? Um, and it's, it's not to say that there hasn't been, obviously, a, a kind of a resurgence in, that, resurgence in, in interest in that whole story and thing. I mean, a couple years ago... At San Diego Comic Con, Heavy Metal Magazine had that series of Lord of Light posters. Right. Do you guys remember those? Yes. Amazing. I remember. I remember seeing them in advance online, and being like, "Whoa!" And then going to the the Heavy Metal booth and seeing them in person and being even more blown away because they were printed with like UV inks and stuff, and they were just stunning. And uh, both Meg and I were just kind of blown away, and we didn't end up buying one which which i still regret um but since you know since this figure was announced i went back to the heavy metal site and just for everybody's reference those posters are now half off oh oh sweet so they used to be 200 bucks they're now 100 bucks of course like the most amazing amazing ones which would have been at the top of my list to get are sold out but there's still a bunch that that are available anyway that's a side note so (laughs) super seven shows um it, they didn't show the final figure. They showed a um, a disassembled prototype, um, but they also showed the card back, which is just like this main Lord of Light character, um, you know, kind of uh, silhouetted on the card back, you know, in full Kirby glory. And and then a this lot of prototype. Kirby crackle. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm 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 really curious about it, and I haven't my maybe you guys have some insider info, but I I'm curious. 
is this a one-off? Is it just this one figure, or is this the beginning of a, a line uh, of Word of Light characters? Do you uh, please please let me know if you if you have any info. <laughs> Do you know Pixel Dan? Did you talk about I that? Don't. One here? No, unfortunately, I don't have any info beyond what we saw there. So. We'll find out. Sorry, we, Danny. We know Brian. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but just the fact, I, you know, sh- I think people. I think we've mentioned before, you've got like an entire uh, sleeve tattoo of like Jack Kirby art. Yeah. Uh, on it's you. like, it's like the silver surfer story on one whole arm. And yeah. so, I mean, I've got a, a, a close up, like a, like a Galactus's head on, on the inside of my, my, my upper arm and Kirby crackle all in between and spaceships and rockets and, and, and it's, it's all very much that feel. I mean, Galactus feels like a Word of Light character. It's, you know, that, that, that yeah. kind of look, you know, that style. And you, you know, your primary collection is sort of retro three and three yeah. quarter inch. Yeah. So yeah, for these, all, all these things to come together, because he could have easily made a six inch figure, you know, of that. And That's true. Like, eh, I guess I got to break the, the thing. I'll get that. But like, <laughs> right. it all right. like came together into one like perfect moment. I was just like, oh wow, that that is. It was made for you. Brain. It's so true. It's so true. So yeah, that's that's the top of my list. You nailed it, Daniel. <laughs> and I was hoping one of you might come back with it in your pocket. <laughs> I, I would have done that for you. I would have. <laughs> anyway, but okay. So so if we're if we're talking about Super Seven and Retro, I mean we've got Alien uh, Wave Three. Yep. Which has a bunch yeah. of cool figures, including Jonesy the Cat. Yes. Uh, we've got like this line of Shogun Warrior rea- reactions. Yeah. That blew figures. me away. How crazy uh, yes. is that? They look it's very crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that can that can go on. I mean, that's that's going to be great. Just Planet of the Apes. Um, it, uh, let's see what else was there. But going Massive back to the Shogun Warriors, real quick. Okay. Okay. Like yeah. Uh, Toynami had gotten the Shogun Warriors license, like. They had the name, okay. uh, but they they didn't seem to be able to go back and reference any of the old characters that Mattel used. But okay. in this line, you, you see your dragoons, you see your mazingas. Yeah. I mean, it's just like he got it all. Yes. Right. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I know. I know. Here's and just it. talking about Super 7 in general, didn't they have like a really just epic showing this year? Because uh, they, they don't usually have a booth at Toy Fair. This was their first time, I think, having an actual booth. That is and correct. it was impressive to see the lineup that they brought with them. Like they are going, you know, all out for 2017 with their, their licenses. It's crazy. Yeah, because you yeah. remember last year, they just had some stuff on another guy's table in a weird uh-huh. section that you just, yeah. he'd kind of point huh. to and you could take some pictures of it. Like, to go from yeah. 0 to 60 like this wow. was a really impressive showing. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And uh, everything, too, from the reactions. Like, they had a ton of new muscles. I'm really excited about yes. the Mega Man ones, specifically. Oh. You know, he's doing Mega Man muscles. And they're supposed to be doing Mega Man reaction figures, too. Oh. I was hoping to see those, but they didn't have any of those on display yet. But I know that they're doing them. Oh, so they did show card art for that last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they showed the card art last year. So I was hoping we'd see the figures by now. Yeah. Um, they didn't have them. So I really hope they're. I, I think they're still coming. Um, that's that's a good point because most of the other stuff that we that we had seen last time, we've I think we've gotten because we got we got the Street Fighter, 
You yep. got the Hell the Hellboy figures. Yep. yep. And I think the other thing was Mega Man. And now yep. that you mention it, I'm kind of curious what, what 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 went down with that. Yep. Yep. But we just saw the they they showed the card back art for the Mega Man muscles last year too, and we just saw the muscle figures for the first time this year. So yeah. I'm hoping that he's just they just weren't ready to show the actual reaction figures yet. Maybe that's maybe that's the case. But uh, the well, muscles look great. So the muscles do look great, and I love how they're doing. Like I, I mean, I, I don't I don't think they're Every single one is partnered up like that, but a lot of the reaction lines have like kind of a corresponding muscle line. Like Master yeah. of the Universe has muscles, Street Fighters has muscles, Shogun Warriors is going to have a line of muscles. It's it's really really cool. And did you see that they're even doing a muscle line for their own property? The worst. The, the worst. Yeah, yes. they're doing muscles for the worst. I thought that I was great. Like the muscles better than the worst figures. <laughs> Oh, and isn't they, it is, didn't they announce also like a TV show for the worst? Yeah, they're doing uh, it with yeah. uh, Stupid Buddy Studios, the robot chicken people. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. They're just, it's amazing to see them just really like coming together, you know? Like they've been doing stuff forever, but all of a sudden it's just, they're out yeah. there. I feel like they're just really out there, you know? Everybody knows their name now. Yeah. So that's cool. So, like, I know you guys follow Master of the Universe much more closely than I do, and I know it's really cool that they're continuing classics, but are you guys excited about the new vintage-style Master of the Universe figures that they showed? I am. I'm very excited about those. And obviously, I was excited to see what they showed for classics, and I think they made some good choices for that. But the thing that they had that had me the most excited over everything, and they didn't even have a figure for it yet. It was just a picture. But (laughs) to, to know that they are going to go back and do the vintage hero and Eldor figures is something that a lifelong matches fan like myself, that's like a dream come true to finally get this, these two missing figures added to my vintage collection. Oh like, yeah. Ever since like I first logged onto the internet and came across those pictures of these prototypes of figures that never got made. Like I have been just salivating thinking about owning a hero in my collection. And now they are producing one and they're using the original prototype to actually mold it and make it. So it's going to be like, Oh, it's going to be like, you know, as, as perfect as we can get it <laughs> without it actually being released by Mattel in the eighties. I'm like, I'm so over the moon about that. Like that might be the thing that like, that's pretty close to winning toy fair for me. Just knowing that they're doing that like that. I love that. Super. That's deep amazing. Deep. Yeah. Okay, so so the photos that I've seen, those aren't those, those aren't the fig, those aren't the super set of prototypes or anything. Those are photos of old prototypes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those okay. were the those were the photos of the original Hero and Eldor prototypes that never made production. So, oh, gotcha. Uh, but they okay. they are in possession of a hero prototype, and they are negotiating to get the actual Eldor prototype because they want these they want their versions to be as authentic as possible. Oh, very so. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. But so even is it like just the, those two right now? Just those two right now, but he has talked about, like, uh, I don't... Because those are the two that we know existed. Uh, oh. Outside of those two, I don't think there are any other prototypes that we know of that we've ever seen uh, for characters. Oh. You know, except for, like, the artwork of some stuff that got that's getting turned into classics figures, which they also revealed, which oh. were the PowerCon exclusive three-packs. I don't know if you saw those. Um because they're doing yeah. like these, they're they're basically weird like hodgepodge figures that are like mixed <laughs> a bunch right. of existing masters characters mixed together to make new characters. But those are all based off of old Errol McCarthy uh, drawings for card back artwork 
uh, for figures that Mattel was going to produce at the tail end of the line, but they never oh. got past that initial artwork. Okay. So, yeah. so they're legit. Yeah, they're legit characters. They just, they're, they're based on card back art, and that's all we've got of them. So, oh, right on. Yeah. Really cool. Crazy stuff. I know. I love, I love that kind of stuff. So yeah. I am all over this, and I know that this is getting real niche now for some yeah. people, but this is the kind of stuff I love, you know? Oh, come I'm, on. I'm, it's, all, it's all about yeah. that. I mean, we, yeah. we all got our little corners that we, we're just passionate about. Yeah. Well, well, how about that? I mean, this one's like really, I don't know, to me it seemed like out of left field, but the more I think about it and see it, the more I'm kind of jazzed about it, is the reanimated figures, which is other properties designed in like the Batman animated series cartoon yeah. style yeah that was that was crazy too but i loved the way they looked yeah you know uh Ros- not rosaris it was palisades you know tried to do some of that like back in the day they did uh like Witchblade and some stuff like that uh-huh. oh, kind of yeah. short-lived but yeah it's, it's cool to see that sort of thing Forgot about that yeah so i mean what did we see we saw i think planet of the apes and alien and uh, predator. predator, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of curious about those too. <laughs> Definitely, they're doing some crazy stuff, but it seems like they're having a lot of fun, and they're. It seems like they're getting a pretty good response to most all of it, and I think that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I mean I could go on with some other other lines from other companies, but I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> bog this down in, in retro goodness. That's all right. So, Daniel Lynch, you want to chime in with some things? Um, yeah, for the Super Seven was really the big thing I think that really caught me by surprise. Um, kind of like what you know the two dance were saying was just the uh, from the the breadth of it, from them continuing classics, where we kind of honestly we were a little bit uncertain how much they could go into classics, um, and then they've just jumped both feet in. And uh, we we have filmation figures, we have. Um, the uh, the figures that were built a little bit before that, like Quake, and and then that were so they're continuing the classics line, they're continuing the filmation line. Those power compacts are getting into. Um, you had the one, like you said, was the deep deep characters that were like card back art, and the other three pack was the mini comic figures that we've all mm-hmm. been wanting the entire time. Yep. Um, so just everything in that case was just like okay, like I mean, I literally went from thinking. I'm I'm done, right? I I, I you know I, I mean I, I didn't have enough. I hadn't picked up like the Roton and some of that stuff at the end. So I mean I wasn't done done, but I'm like I've, I'm I'm through. I'm at the end. The checklist is done. We're good. And then uh, Super Seven just kind of like nope, smack you across the face. <laughs> You're, we're going full steam ahead. Um, you know I I would had to go back and make a whole entire page for them. And I just I wasn't expecting that. So that was really the cool thing to see. Um, and then the same thing, just the amount. Of stuff that was, I, I mean, it was just two or three cases, um, but it was very, um, and I, I said, I've not been to these, so I've seen them, but it was just very um, Nika-esque to me, where it's like, there's just these, like, three cases together in a row, and it is literally chock full of stuff. There's just not mm-hmm. wasted space. Um, there's, you know, it just this intense thing that you're just going to look at those cases and just have your jaw on the floor moving from one thing to the other. And, and literally from these classics that are these ultra-articulated modern figures going all the way back to the reaction and, and like I said, the reanimated and the, the five and a half inch in between. Um, mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's just like, they're just filling holes in collections left and right. And then that's kind of the thing I was really surprised about with reaction too. Um, not any, not any ill will or any, you know, um, um, uh, armchair quarterback to Funko. Um, but you know, they did a lot of different stuff in reaction that was like nineties properties, 
people that want to collect 90s properties may not really want 70s action figures. And mm-hmm. that we kind of maybe saw that kind of pan out in the clearance prices and, and what, what happened in the reversion back to Super 7. Whereas mm-hmm. Super 7's like, we're going to make all this stuff that should have been made that way originally. Like That's where the alien thing started. Right. Um, the, uh, the Robotech is another thing where it's like, yeah, it's an 80s thing. It's like 80s figures, and I just think that they they might have a little more success doing those yeah. niche 80s things more so than you know seeing like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Pulp Fiction um, right. in that style. But yeah, yeah just for them, they they took the show. I, that was um, that was the first Pixel Dan video I watched. Um, yeah, it was you know it was one of the first checklists I really went through to get updated. It was just that was what really caught my attention. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about the Robotech stuff. That was also a, a big surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting though that you you know you bring up you bring up Funko and they had some of the some of the some really exciting stuff. Um, at least for me uh, at this toy fair too. Uh, probably the biggest thing that caught my eye from from Funko was the the nine POA um, three and three quarter sixty six Batman. Oh yeah, line uh-huh. which. Um, I, I think they look great. I think it's the right format, and I just I just hope that that is successful because that's that's just like one of those lines that begs to go deep into the catalog of of characters. Well, they're starting deep already with like King Tut and yeah. stuff. You know, King Tut, just, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not just yep. redoing. Was it, was it and Bookworm? Was Bookworm? Yeah, yeah. Or, he was one of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the Batman, the uh, the. It's not prototype Batman, but like the the original costume from like the test footage. Oh yeah, um, yeah. with the big symbol. So I mean, yeah, everything yeah. there was just kind of like it was just a. I mean, because I mean, normally, right? It's like it's the Batman line. You know, here's here's Frank Gorshin and Cesar Romero and Julie Newmar, and they mm-hmm. totally just like no, here we're gonna give you a King Tut. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I, I've I've been waiting for a King Tut for. I mean, that, well, that show was on before I was alive, so I can say I've been waiting for a King Tut for my entire life. <laughs> Your <laughs> whole life. <laughs> yeah, even longer uh, than Pixel Dance and waiting for Hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I know there's been a lot of '66 Batman stuff out there the last last few years, but and, and it's it's all been great and it's all been tempting to me, but this is the one that for sure I'm I'm all in on and. Um, looking forward to, you know, I, I, I think I think, you know, the kind of transition that Funko made from reaction to this. And I'm not exactly sure even if there's a name for it, but these nine POA style figures like, uh, you know, like their Game of Thrones line and stuff. I think I think it was a good shift for them. Um, and I like these figures uh, better um, th- for, for the most part than than a, than a lot of the oh, yeah. uh, a lot of the individual reaction lines, not to say that there weren't some real gems in there. But um, anyway, yeah, I no, I agree. agree. I don't even really care for the uh, the Suicide Squad designs of the movie, really per se. Like right. I like a couple of them, but the figures look awesome. I mean, even yeah. Harley Quinn in her prison jumpsuit, and I'm like, that's just a good looking figure. Yeah. And it's just Harley in a prison outfit, but the figure just looks sharp. Yeah. Right, right. The ones yeah, I'm was... looking forward to from those guys are the Twin Peaks. That's one I've oh, been waiting a yes. long time for. <laughs> so oh <crazy>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, oh, that's man. that's great. Um, I know I saw the, your your post the other day about what time to start the show and to watch it, but it was already too late in the day. So I'm like, I gotta wait a whole year to watch Twin Peaks. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, that's great too. And I, you know, it, tar, it would be hard to narrow down uh, a show like Twin Peaks to three characters. And I know I probably would have maybe chosen a couple other ones, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll get some more. Um, cause that's, that's definitely, or, oh no, it's actually four, it's four, it's four characters, yeah. right? 
Because, yeah, right. Um, three alive and one not alive. Hey, spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, was it was it also confirmed uh, at, at Toy Fair or maybe even a little before that Funko is not going to be continuing on with the with the uh, Game of Thrones figures. Yeah, that's what it said. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of a bummer bummer to hear. You know, it's, especially since that first wave was so like specific to like uh, you know uh, a theme. Yeah. Um, but I'd been holding out on getting the the wall playset, even though it was something I really really wanted. Um, and kind of as soon as I kind of heard that news, I rushed out to Toys R Us and picked that up right away. Because <laughs> <laughs> it goes with everything else in your collection. It's all three and three quarter. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, anyway. So, and those Troll Hunter figures look pretty rad. They, they do look really good. do. Yeah. Any of you guys start watching that? I haven't yet, but everybody keeps telling me I should check it out. So I'm probably <laughs> going to. <laughs> Just just before we started recording, Elliot and I started it and watched the first two episodes, and we're we're in, we're both in. It's cool. Nice. We're, yeah. Awesome. Those were yeah. painted by a buddy of ours, Steve. Uh, yeah. Did the paint on well the done, Steve. Yeah. Really well done. He did an amazing job. Those prototypes at the show just looked wonderful. I mean, they did a great job of selling how great the sculpts and everything are on those. Yeah. So absolutely. and the real. They're real chunky, you know? Like, they're just like those... They're really fun-looking toys. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I suppose I'd heard about the show. I can't even remember. But, you know, as soon as I saw those figures, I'm like, what is that and what is going on? And what can I catch it? <laughs> <laughs> so kind of some other interesting Funko news that we started hearing about right before the show. Uh, you know, that we, we know that they are uh, a sort of consistently growing company. And, and have been doing very well in the marketplace, really pioneering some categories and stuff. But uh, one, of the, one of the press releases that came out was that they bought Underground Toys. That's the first time uh, we've really heard of them doing an acquisition of another company. Underground Toys uh, was the company that imported the character option, like Doctor Who figures. Doctor Who, okay. But also, you know, they made a lot of, like, housewares, like pop culture houseware items uh, mm. and, and stuff. So they picked them up, and then they picked up their first master toy license uh, for Rick and Morty, and that's the first time they have been been in that field before. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, so, do you, so um, was Underground Toys still, still um, uh, releasing Doctor Who toys, or had that kind of dried up? Well... What was normally, and I didn't, I, I didn't get to the bottom of this. I didn't ever go over and talk to them. But the booth that is normally Underground Toys that has all that stuff and has all the same people in it was now called like Eleven Twenty. Hmm. Okay. So I, I don't know exactly how the breakdown of all that works. Okay. We shall yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm sure that helps you know them with some with some more distribution stuff and getting getting floor places. And we know that Funko themselves have been really uh, moving more into the houseware, you know, pop culture houseware stuff with their mugs and right. and uh, stuff like that. So, and, you know, and they're continuing their apparel, their T-shirts, their hats, 
like mm-hmm. that stuff is still moving forward. So it's 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 just interesting to see you know the company that we've started out just being like goofy bobbleheads, right? Really just take off like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I remember when I first started going to Toy Fair, that's all Funko was, was the Wacky Wobblers. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty much it. It's amazing to see how, how far they've come. For sure. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. Right. So what about you, Daniel? What uh, what stood out to you from this year's Toy Fair? So, a weird one for me. Um, it's not exactly toys. Okay. Um, Cryptozoic. Had Can the, I try to guess? Okay. Is it the DC shoe box? It's the DC shoes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. There's so much thought and effort put into those <laughs> to make them so character specific. It's it's insane. Like the Wonder Woman shoe has a a clear uh, you know heel on it for her invisible Thanks. jet. The laces are her, uh, her lasso. Like the black canary one has fishnets on it. I mean, it's just they were so detailed. That is so cool. And 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 just so, you know, they really poured over what makes these characters unique and put them into a shoe. And I, you now, know, I'll wear a pair of shoes for six years until they fall apart. Like I'm not a <laughs> shoe guy or anything. <laughs> So it was weird to me to be so drawn to them, but it was such such a unique uh, use of a license. I thought that was really cool. Can you, besides just seeing photos, I don't know anything about them. Are they like like actual shoes, or are they like scaled down, like kind of miniatures, or what? Yeah, they're probably about three, three and a half inches. Okay. So they yeah. they're definitely scaled down. I'm, I'm sure if things go well, they might, you know. Someone's yeah. going to pick that up and and dive into it, uh, yeah, for actual shoes. But yeah, that that was such a uh, uh, an interesting surprise and not something. Uh, yeah, and they they actually showed a couple of them last year, like early early versions, but they were not oh. as not not as interesting and and as cool as mm. as what they ended up with. Okay. So, so Daniel, the question I think the question is is are you going to get the Mara shoe? Uh, I, I absolutely would get the Mara shoe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fits in well with the Aquaman collection. And they, you know, they know of my my love of Aquaman. They they just sent me like uh, the Aquaman meeples, and they sent me the uh, the huh. repaint of their little bombshells Mara from their 1.5 series. So. Oh, that's uh, cool. They made sure to like bring me over to that section and go, oh, <laughs> by the yeah. way, here we have the Mara shoe, which has the yeah. heel of that is like a, a translucent wave. That, I, that's, one of, that's one of the shoes that stood out to me the most. I think it's really cool. Well designed. Yeah. And there's a hot girl shoe. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. I like that you were able to guess that that, that was one of the things that <laughs> It's it, it did stand out. Yeah. It's you, you got to appreciate just uh you know the level of creativity that went into that you know the idea and the design. And then and then they're going to come in these little like uh shoe boxes. Nice. They had these little uh like really nice high-end kind of shoe boxes. The the crushing thing for me uh at at Cryptozoic, my favorite thing I saw from them last year was that little spinner rack of of mini oh. 
Golden Age oh, yeah. Silver Age comics. Uh, that was there again this year. No one has, has bit on it yet as far as wanting to carry it and put it into production. But like that, oh, you know, everything I saw last year, that was my favorite thing. And, you know, they yeah. were taunting me with it again. And this year they had a little uh, white long box like next to it, too. So. Oh, oh man. that's cool. Yeah, a little scale version of that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So there's that. Like the DC Collectibles Batcave is Way bigger than it looks in the picture they sent. <laughs> oh man, how insane is that thing? Wait, that's can we so can we cool. talk about that? If that's because it really yes, the DC Collectibles doesn't do Toy Fair anymore, right? They just show you everything online beforehand. <laughs> well, no, they were they were still there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, they did. Yeah, the yeah, they did do some of their reveals early. Uh, but yeah, that that thing is massive, and you you know you can move pieces of it around like. They just showed the one picture from the front, but you were able, you know, at Toy Fair to look at the whole thing. And, like, the back of all the monitors have those cables coming out of them, like, you know, in the real show. Uh, You know, Alfred's little tea set. I was going to say, Alfred's service cart was the thing that I was like, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, have Alfred standing there with his little service cart. That's so cool. I, uh, I kind of wish that they would find a way or were able to include that big cardboard backdrop that they had up behind it. Oh, yeah. Because he said that that's not going to come with it. Yeah. Uh, but that really does add it so much it. to the it display. Does. Yeah, like if they could just find a way to like print that up on some cardboard and just have it like a trifold that you could put behind it, that would be awesome. So oh. I was kind of bummed when he said that that wasn't going to come with it. We'll keep on him about that. <laughs> yeah, Still we early. We should. <laughs> we, can, we can make that happen. But it's it's a great looking playset. I love it. Uh, I was excited to see uh, the NECA DC versus yeah. and Predator yeah. uh, lines. Those were a that's, lot of fun. That's the other thing I was going to bring up. I yeah. think that was my favorite thing from the DC or from the NECA booth. Yeah. Uh, aside from the baby quarter scale turtles, which were also very awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a fun little surprise for the quarter scale Ninja Turtles line. But yes, those DC versus figures. Uh, we're so great. And it's just another one of those instances where, you know, Randy and NECA surprised everybody and let, went, look what we're doing. Some seven-inch cool DC figures. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's some comic book ones now. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's that's insane. They they always do that. It's amazing to see what they're able to work out. Yeah, just finding those loopholes in the in the licensing and getting permission to do that, you know, the things that the other companies aren't doing. It's just great. Right. Right. Yeah, and that Superman that, head sculpt too. Uh, I mean, I, I think I've talked to other podcasts before because I don't. I mean, there's been a lot of Superman figures, but like that that superpowers head sculpt is still to me like the best Superman head sculpt. But that that uh, that two pack one with the alien. Um, I mean, he's angry, so I mean, it's a little bit different than what we're used to because we don't. I mean, usually angry soups is just they read out his eyes on a normal head sculpt. So it's actually to actually see him be angry is awesome. But that head sculpt is actually it's like. That that sculptor designer, they nailed what I think Superman looks like. Yeah. Like that's probably the best Superman figure um, with that head sculpt that I've seen ever. Like I'm just I'm, I'm blown away by it. I'm like I have nice. to have it just because it just that looks like a comic book Superman finally in 3D form. It's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I was uh, I was pretty in love with the Zeno that comes with Batman because yeah. he's all white. Has a- <laughs> Has a green dome and has like the red blood smear around its mouth to make it look like you know the Joker. I yep. just thought that was 
brilliant. I love it. I think it's such a cool figure. Yeah. I concur. That was one of the striking ones. Like, walking in, it's just like my eyes went immediately to, hey, what's oh, going yeah. on over there? Exactly. It's <laughs> the first thing you notice when you walk in. And I did the same thing. I walked straight in, saw that, had a little bit of a geek-out moment right in front of Randy. I was just like, dude, what? This is this is unreal. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> definitely one of my favorite things I saw at the whole show. Absolutely. <laughs> What else? What else did you like, Pixel Dan? Great. Um, so, uh, how about how about um, some of these Mezco One Twelve figures that we uh, saw? Oh yeah, all of those. Always, always great to see. All of those, exactly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, all of them. And I, and I love when they throw in crazy surprises like Popeye. Popeye was so <laughs> bizarre and wonderful. I, yeah, exactly. I, I was in, I was in love and repulsed at the same time. <laughs> well, he was certainly the talk of the show, man. Like everybody was just like, "Did you see that Mexico Popeye?" Like yeah. <laughs> he's just one of those like such a bizarre pick that he's totally got people talking about it. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Mez loves to kind of throw in some of his uh, his you know his off the wall favorites in there, like Diabolique. You know, he showed that, and then yeah, Popeye yeah. and stuff. Like he can just do. Whatever he pleases. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Benefit of having a, t- a toy company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I was kind of talking about Mega Man stuff from Super 7 earlier. Yep. So one of the things I got excited about was to see that the Loyal Subjects also got the Mega Man license. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be doing Mega Man in their Action Vinyls line, which is one of those, like fits that's just so perfect for the designs of the characters it just really fits Mm. the style of those figures so well because they're you know they're the shorter with the big heads but that works for characters like Mega Man and they're doing a great like assortment right out the gate because they're giving us some of the classic NES robot masters which is something that toy companies never do for Mega Man for some reason like we just never get the bad guys Mm. and so just to walk in there and see Skull Man you know, sitting right there on the shelf, which comes from one of the old NES games. I was like, this is this is perfect. This is what I want. I want this from Mega Man Toys. So <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. That's cool. So I, I, I'm, I'm always, you know, hesitant to plead my ignorance on, on certain things. I don't want to give up any... Guys, say I know... Can you give me a little bit of a primer on who he is, where he comes from, etc.? Anybody? You cut out. I didn't hear who you were asking about. Oh, I was basically saying that I I don't know much at all about Mega Man. So I was asking, even though I don't want to like reveal how <laughs> ignorant I am on the subject, I want to find a little bit of a little bit of a primer uh, on who he is and where he came from and kind of the history. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So. It's oh, do you want to go ahead, Daniel? Oh, no, I was just going to tell him not to feel bad because I know that he's blue. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Thank so you, Daniel. I do feel better. Yeah, see, I'm all ears. <laughs> so obviously, the, the, they're based on a series of video games, and uh, they started on the original Nintendo back okay. in the '80s from Capcom. Very, very good, very popular games from the NES, and there were six of them on the original Nintendo, and then the Super yeah. Nintendo, it continued into the Mega Man X series, which was sort of like the next generation of the character. But okay. it's, I mean, it's, it's just one of those, 
the, the whole idea is that it's like a futuristic world and uh, there's like robots living amongst humans and then the evil scientist comes in and reprograms all of these like worker robots uh, to do his bidding and so the heroic robot steps up to be turned into like a savior to go and stop the evil scientist. So that's like the basic plot point. And so okay. in every every game, like the Dr. Wily basically is our main bad guy, has a new set of eight evil robots, and you go through each level and you fight the robots and you steal their powers, which is kind of one of his things. Like when okay. you beat a robot that like shoots bubbles, <laughs> okay. bubble man, after you beat him, you get his power to shoot bubbles, which you can then go to use against uh, Heat Man, which is the fire guy because he's got a weakness to the water stuff. So it's like a cool kind of almost like rock, paper, scissors mentality with the games where like you, you find the right order to beat the robots to get their powers to beat the next robot. Oh, very cool. Okay. So, and it's it's like just one of my all-time favorite game series. I've loved it ever since I was a kid and I just I love the character designs and yeah. it's it's you know, Mega Man has had a lot of toy lines over the years from various companies, but it's uh-huh. one of those properties that suffers from every time a new company picks it up, they release the same like five characters. And right. the line stops, okay. and we don't ever. We never get into like these deep cut, awesome villains. We always just get like the the four main the four main heroes that everybody knows, and the right. one the one like pseudo hero. You know, is he good guy? Is he bad guy? Proto Man, who's kind of like the cool Boba Fett of the franchise, basically. Like it's <laughs> it's like we get the same characters out of every company, and we never right. get all these awesome bad guys. So. Oh. Every time a new company gets Mega Man, I'm sitting there going, please make these awesome bad guys that are in all these games. Like, I need bad guys for Mega Man to fight. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, very cool. Thanks for, thanks for yeah. filling me in. Yeah, of course. Woo. Yeah, thanks to the youngin of the group for explaining video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what did you guys think of the Marvel Legends offerings uh, that we saw? Anything stand out for you? I'm always happy to get civilians, so Mary Jane's good for me. Okay. Um, that was that was pretty cool. Um, I'm still a little bit. I'm, I'm. It's cool, but it's like I'm still curious to see just like that. Like the build a figure for the Spider-Man movie is just the wings. Yeah. Like I mean, they should be pretty impressive having that many parts to them. But They're that huge. was kind of I thought was interesting. Just that that the let's build the wings. Um, yeah, they are massive when you see them in person. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's the wings and the stand, kind of for the. And the stand. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so that he can be flying. Yep. Uh, Cosmic Spider-Man looks. Yes. Awesome. Like I just, I'm a big fan of the different Spidey suits, and you know, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but they've really been giving us like awesome versions of like these classic Spidey suits lately with Scarlet Spider and 2099 and finally black suits. So like, I don't know, seeing that cosmic Spider-Man just kind of adding to that, what they've been doing with him lately. I just, I loved it. I, and he's got all those interchangeable heads, which is really cool. So I'm, I'm just, I'm all in for cosmic Spidey for sure. I loved him. It was cool. He was cool. The, the, uh, I don't think, I don't know if it was at Twitter, but the picture of the A-Force set oh yeah yeah um just to get which i, I first i will admit i was lamenting because like sif is like super high on my want list and of course I'm, I'm in this giant six pack of figures but i have to have it because i want to get sif i've been waiting forever for that one um <laughs> and then uh the classic beetle uh finally mm-hmm. that was yeah, another yeah. awesome one um the daredevil and electra from netflix all the netflix stuff that's just going to be an amazing little subset to get um 
I like I'm uh, forgetting Death, one too. Deathhead. Uh, I was excited to see, and Tombstone yes. was another. Tombstone yes, was great. Tombstone's awesome. Much yeah. needed one. Like. He totally yeah. makes up for Moon Knight not being white. I was just getting ready to say, like, like I am excited to see Moon Knight. I wish it was the white version also, but I, I have like, I have a love for Moon Knight and the the character look. I have like a section of my shelf that's every Moon Knight figure, pretty much that's ever come out. Like a group, I love, I love Moon Knight. So I'm excited that we're getting a new Moon Knight figure, but I also wish that we were getting a Marvel Legends six inch Moon Knight wearing the white costume because we've never gotten one. I like, know they've, they've managed to mess three times of yeah, that's three the times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so weird. So, I, I have hope we finally got Black Spider Man without blue highlights. So yeah, someday right. we will get to all white Moon Knight. It will yeah. happen. And you're you're getting a 12 inch black costume Spider Man. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm excited to go find him. You know, I, I, in recent years, because um, I, don't, I, so, I don't have as much of the bigger stuff, so like I've kind of put some of the bigger ones away, um, and it's kind of just six inch and down for the Black Spider-Man collection. But um, I definitely want to get him and kind of you know start bulking up the back end of it again. Like, I think I have, like, there's an 18-inch one and some of the other big ones and just go all out and have that full Black Spider-Man set back up. That's really going to push me to do that. I love that. That's still, still my favorite comic costume ever. It's just it's a gorgeous thing. Yeah. One one thing that I thought was uh, of note is uh, when I visited McFarlane, the fact that they are putting articulation back into their new color top <laughs> wave. <laughs> After releasing, I don't know, nine figures as statues that people kind of looked at and went, well, that's a new scale and they don't move. So uh, every uh, all of their all their new <laughs> color tops, except for their anime line, will now come with additional articulation. Huh. That they were right. throwing about, so we'll we'll see if that makes a difference in that line. It's still and and they're you know they're still continuing the the five inch uh, comic not comic book but the uh, TV Walking Dead a little bit. They're doing some two packs and then they're letting Walgreens do some some figures too. So I was, it was nice to hear that uh, is not completely abandoned like we were told last year would be going away. So okay. yeah, that is good. And there is That's still some comic book stuff and video game Walking Dead coming for Skybound specifically. Okay. So they've been selling some stuff on their websites and at cons. No, I, that's one gallery I actually somehow overlooked um, going through. Is this, uh, So is there any new characters coming for the Walking Dead TV show uh, line? Uh, for, for the 5-inch? Yeah. The 5-inch, they're doing a... Uh, Negan and Glenn. And, oh, okay. And uh, you, you saw the uh, the Rick and the Aaron that are coming to Walgreens already, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so cool. That's, that's what we know so far. They also had a, a variant of their Lucille cosplay item, which was a bloody version that they called the Take It Like a <laughs> Champ version. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Oh boy! It's yeah. great for houses with small children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a little rough. Like, oh, too soon still. <laughs> yeah. But it was nice to see some, uh, you know, some new companies uh, be there for the first time. Like Super Seven, Big Chief was there. Uh, Big Chief Studios showing off their stuff. Those guys are super nice, and their stuff looks dynamite in person. Um, uh. I think who else is there as a, as a first time, first time person showing I, off? But 
the, the little guys definitely stole the show. I didn't really feel. I mean, like the. I mean, Mattel showed some DC stuff. You know, Hasbro. I mean, had the 40th anniversary stuff. Hasbro's gonna have to wait for the Star Wars stuff to get juicy reveals till later. Yeah. Um, but I really felt like yeah, it was really the smaller companies that really shined at this one for the first like first big time. That it was kind of like okay, well, there's Hasbro, Mattel. Let's let's go down the list. You know, let's mm-hmm. find more Super Seven and QMX and all those things this time. Yeah, there's that company Super Impulse that has the world's smallest line, where they've just got a ton of bizarre licenses and are making tiny little versions of like. Uh, I want to uh, find those. I've seen some pictures online. I haven't seen them in person, but it sounds really interesting. I've seen a couple of them at Toys R Us, and I've uh, Target's got them in their Easter section right now. <laughs> but some of the really cool ones, like the tiny little vintage Hot Wheel and the tiny 12-inch GI Joe replica. Uh, people are finding a Cracker Barrel of all things. Whoa, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't have any Cracker Barrels here by me in California, so. Crazy. We got one here. Might have, have my, might have to have my folks look around for those. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there might be one out here in Phoenix if you're coming out here anytime soon. Hint, hint. Am I coming out there anytime soon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, what what scale are those big Chief Studios figures? Uh, they're twelve. They're one six scale. They're twelve inches. Okay. Yeah, I'm just looking through that gallery now, and they're really nice. Yeah, they're doing a dynamite job on those things. Nice. Yeah. Super super nice guys. Huh. I'm very very happy to be there. You know. Right on. What uh, one thing I was mean to ask you guys? I don't know if we're running out of time, but I'll I'll ask it, and you guys can. Um. I, in the past, I, you know, collected Star, you know, modern Star Wars figures many, many, many years. And, you know, over the last few years, you know, as the three and three quarter inch, you know, line kind of died down, they kind of did the transition to the five POA style. Uh, but then we were still kind of getting some like the traditional, you know, more articulated ones through the three and three quarter inch black series. Like what's where does where does Star Wars three and three quarter inch stand not, you know, beyond the, the 5 POA stuff. I'm not sure they know that, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, okay. there is some more stuff coming to Walmart as, you know, their exclusive Black Series. Okay. Uh, but yeah, people have been asking for the return of the, the vintage-style packaging for 3 and 3 quarter inch, which is what we're seeing in 6-inch now. Yeah. And and people want the, the more articulated stuff. So, I, I don't, you know, it's we're in such a weird time for Star Wars right now. Yeah. where they're not just filling time. Uh-huh. Now we get a Star Wars movie every single year. Right. And and that does a couple of things, you know, we don't get as robust uh character lineup. Uh-huh. as before and uh you know, we're not we're not going back and and revisiting the old movies anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's uh that's a really good point that I never really thought of before because yeah, you think about like in the prequel era, there was always the movie year toys, which were the more gimmicky mm-hmm. toys that would have action features or Comtech chips or whatever. Right. Crazy and then yeah, and then in between those movies before they were promoting a new one is when we always got the power of the Jedi line or the original yeah. collection. And that's the where they, they factory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. we got the really good figures that were yeah. not gimmicky and had articulation and had good scopes. And now, like you said, it's a movie year every year. So they're just, they're yeah. just pushing out the stuff for those movies. That's kind of crazy to think about. 
Right. Yeah. The the way it was pointed out to me was someone had brought brought up the um. This has been forever ago, but the, there was these old advertisements where they would show a Star Wars character that was like really obscure, and it would have like the time stamp of when they were in the movie, like what two seconds they were in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. 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 The, yeah. The, that that's over. Right. I mean, that's we're not going to ever get that deep into the line yeah. ever again. Yeah, like, I won't because gonna... that's a good point. I, you know, like. I sort of got burned out a little bit, but I, of course, you know, still get every single Cantina Alien that would be released. But I feel like I haven't gotten a new one for years. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're not, you know, they're doing just kind of the 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 main characters in the Walmart Black Series line. But, yeah. but the other the other weird thing is that I, you know, I don't know that Hasbro found their timing yet because you know we've just been through. Episode seven and then Rogue One, but there's this weird, you know, where we have to wait till September to release anything. Yeah. And then you know we hit it for the Christmas season, and then the DVD comes out. They kind of do a little more push, and then it just feels like everything dries up again because they they roll right to the next movie. Yeah, they want all that to clear out. Yep. And then and we're kind of in that lull right now for with Rogue One stuff like. Oof. There's that new four pack coming out, and there's the the wave that has like Thrawn in it, and and then Jin Erso or uh, Galen Erso, and then it just feels like, and then wait till September. Yeah, so, I mean maybe they'll show us more stuff. You know, Celebration is in April, so maybe they're maybe they're holding out a little bit for April and and then Comic Con. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. But I don't well, I know, feel like it's that much. And we're not getting like, uh, you know, we get like one giant vehicle, kind of. Yeah. And we got the, we got a new Millennium Falcon, and then we got that new AT-ACT. And then that's just kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's been my experience, too, from like from updating the checklist. Um, that was always, it's kind of, it's an it's a upside for me, but... Um, you know, like when Motu was running, right, every few weeks you'd have to update the Motu checklist with whatever was rolling out. You know, like, I mean, you'd have your big SDC amount, your big Toy Fair amount, but, you know, there would be little reveals along the way. With Star Wars Black, I I really only have to go in there just a couple times a year and add a bulk chunk, like like this time, right? Just go in, add that 40th anniversary page, and then I'm I'm done with that stuff until, you know, like you said, until Celebration or until a certain thing's going to happen where there's going to be another reveal. It's it's just a weird. It's kind of it's 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 in a way it's just a weird way to have to do the checklist where I just really get to set it up and I get to forget that it's there. I don't have to constantly go back and tinker with it like I would DC collectibles or um, mm. Motu. It's just kind of a yeah. It is just kind of a thing. It's just really narrowed into just certain times things pop up. And it'll be interesting to see too. You know, I know the four. The, they're being very strange with the 40th anniversary stuff. Like you know, they made that new logo, and they kind of mm. want everyone to stop using it around April uh, and May, <laughs> like uh, around May yeah. they don't want to see it anymore. So it's like, are they going to continue with <sighs> the six inch vintage? Cause they did the original 12. We, we saw that, yeah. but then yeah. they, they had that Luke X wing body already. So they're like, okay, we'll do Luke X wing. And then, well, yeah. we've done an R five unit already, so we can make R five D four, but then, yep. you know, that kind of next wave of, you know, a new hope figures like which would be six inch cantina figures mm-hmm. would be part of that. Like, are they gonna oh, right. do that or not? Yeah, 
I guess they'll mm-hmm. see how successful they are. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, even the, uh, the the Tuscan Raider. I mean, that's that was the weird one to me to kind of have to figure out. But he's he's slotted for the the regular square box line. He's still coming in that line in that package, and then he's also in that 40th anniversary package. So yeah. that's kind of where you know. But so that's kind of the one thing. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're just going to limit it. But then, like you said, our 5D4, he's only in the 40th anniversary packaging so far. So it's like it doesn't really seem like there's even a coherent thing yeah. to expect. Yeah, we all just got like Leia and the Ben Kenobi in the square box line yep. too. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's it's a strange time to be a Star Wars fan. It kind of is. <laughs> or a Star Wars toy collector, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a strange yeah. time to be a toy collector. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's weird. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's still a ton of people we could get from from Force Awakens that we're yeah. just not yeah. going to. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, well, like, we were talking about that, I think, somewhere the other day that was just, like, a couple of things that we would want from each movie. And, like, my wife, um, that when they walk into Maz's, Maz's canteen or bar and that big red kind of Miyazaki-type robot, like, I oh. love that thing since I first saw it. I, I'm yeah. just, that was the first big thing. I'm like, wow, that's really an awesome design. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't feel like I'm ever going to get that in the toy form yeah. at the at the pace we're going. I mean, just, that, that was a cool thing, and I'll right. see pictures of it. That's a good point. Well, who knows when there's ever going to be a wall in movies anymore? Yeah, I don't. Well, well I don't think there's going to be. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was actually it was Daniel Pickett that um, there was the, uh, <laughs> and he he might even remember what he said. But there was that there was that one Star Wars collector that you know he was um, he was close. He was near death, and he wanted to see it. And they oh, did man. that awesome thing, and they made it happen. And he got to see it before, um, and and which was amazing and great. Um, and then uh, Daniel Pickett reminded me that um, that will happen to all of us. We will all Star Wars now owned by Disney will go on yeah. ad infinitum. So we are right. all going to get. There's all going to be a Star Wars movie that none of us on this podcast or people listening to this podcast are going to see. Stop. So this is, <laughs> a, bad, this is, a, this is, a, this is a bad way to end the show. You know? <laughs> I know he made me. I threw out half my toy collection after he told me that. I'm like, Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Time you kids knew the harsh reality of life, <laughs> and this old man's gonna bring it to you. Right. <laughs> oh, but boy. there'll be plenty in the meantime. That's Don't right. Forget that. There'll be a whole Episode. land, a whole land at Disneyland that you can go visit <laughs> and pretend Yay. you're in the movies. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Just pick an episode goal to get to and eat healthy. That's that's the job. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Pick an episode to get to and eat healthy. <laughs> the Daniel Pickett story. Right. All right. Is there anything else of, of interest that anyone wants to bring up before we wrap up that uh, we didn't touch on yet? Um, I will quickly throw out that the new Voltron stuff from Planet oh, is really good. Yes. Yep. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm really happy to see that. Uh, they're giving us all of the pilots, yes, plus Zarkon, <laughs> plus a Robeast, all right away in their first wave of figures, and um, that they're already planning a wave two, where they said that they're go- they're you know every character we've seen in the show is pretty much on the table for a figure is what they told me. So hopefully that means we'll be getting Princess Allura and you know Hagar and 
um, Koran. Oh my god, I want a Koran <laughs> figure so bad. So, yeah. you know, like, I'm really excited about that. I thought the action figures looked great, but also, I mean, like, they're doing those giant lions that the pilots can fit inside of, and they're doing a small 8-inch die-cast metal Voltron that combines. I mean, they're doing a lot with Voltron, and it all looks good, and it looks fun, and it's just another one of those things that I'm like, having that moment where I'm like, I can't believe there's so much Voltron merchandise on store shelves and that there's yeah. getting ready to be so much Voltron merchandise out there. That's yeah. so cool. So and where were these guys when they had the Star Trek license? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm like, I'm, I'm so glad they don't look like those Star Trek figures <laughs> yeah, yeah. or those, those Terminator salvation figures. That they well, like, this is uh, a great, it's a great line. You know, and it's everything like, that's already out is so good. Like, uh, I, the Voltron combiner that's already out is wonderful. The poseable giant Voltron is so much fun. So I'm very excited to get the pilots and everything. Yep. Agreed. Anything else from anyone? Mm, covered, covered a lot of ground. Covered your Wait. list? All right. Well, yep. I'm, glad, I'm glad we got to get together again, fellas. I know it's been a little while. Life uh, got in the way a little bit, but we're back. Yeah. We're back. So let's let's try and do this again soon. What do you say? Let's keep up the pace. We got this. April. Oh, April oh, Fool's we Day. Have a Dan of the Mo- we got to do a Dan oh, of the Month hey. real quick. We do. We do. We can't we Uh-oh. can't leave without that. So uh, Dan of the Month this this month. Who's gonna? We didn't say who's gonna announce it. Daniel Lynch. <laughs> Daniel Lynch. Since you're the one that's gonna be uh, that has it in a box, and you're gonna yes. be taking a picture. Why don't you say it? <laughs> uh, this month's uh, Dan of the Month is. Danny Rand, Iron Fist of Marvel Comics. Oh, yeah. Which Who is timely. That? Yep, very timely. timely. It's got the because Netflix show coming out this month. That's right. Check that out. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're talking about the Marvel Legends. There's been a couple of Marvel Legends versions over the years uh, in a couple of different costumes, but there's the most recent one was actually in uh, what I think people consider to be kind of his most classic costume, the, the green costume. Yeah, I prefer the green. I mean, the the red one is cool and the white one's cool, but the the green costume I think is the iconic one. So, yeah. um, and that figure they did a really great job on with having the um, the interchangeable hands where you could just have the regular bandage hands for when he's powered down, um, and then the, the 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 however they managed to do the swap out hands where the the core of them were black and then the yellow clear plastic over it so it could look like he was charged up. It's just it's a really great figure. It's on that new Spider-Man lanky body. Um, it, I it's really probably the best Iron Fist. I think the only thing that white one that came out before he had a few alternate hands. Um, I think that's probably the, like just so you could get the different, you know, chi poses and things like that. That's probably yeah. the only thing that the, that green one is lacking. Um, it's just awesome in every other way. It's a great, it's a, another example of Hasbro just saying, you don't need the toy, this stuff. We got you covered. Just you know, start here and, and yeah. we will take you through. Yeah. The, the glowing hands are really uh, a notch above like what we've seen before. I really, really love them. Yep. So, Excellent. That is our Dan of the Month. We, we, we don't want to. Yes, and we wouldn't tell you more about his backstory, but we don't want to spoil the show. That's right? true. Right. That's true. I'm very it. excited about the show, so don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to be spoiled because I'm ready to watch it. <laughs> That's right. There's a trailer out for it right now, and then yeah. uh, the whole series drops on Netflix on March 17th. Oh yeah, so a week after off. my birthday. That's right. Lock right. off your calendar. Uh, call in from work. And just uh, yeah, right. magic binge watch. That's right. Of the, of the <laughs> so final I, piece, no, I, I, the I final piece follow, of the defenders. I don't follow Marvel Legends, but I am aware that they're 
there are Netflix show versions of Marvel Legends, correct? Yes, there are. Well, they're, they're just okay. now kind of coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we should probably expect a an Iron Fist show version probably soon. Probably. I, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Because cool. that's one of the things we didn't really talk about earlier, because they had Daredevil from Netflix and Elektra on display at yeah. Netflix, which was our first time seeing them. And they looked yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Looked did, did they, was it in the panel that there will be, like, a, the, is it, it going to be mixed with comic stuff and to get the build a figure and a couple extra figures, or will it be more other Netflix stuff mixed with it? Do you guys remember any of that? I don't. I'm pulling a blank on it. I don't quite remember, but yeah, well, those I four think... figures are awesome. Yeah, I think those four are definitely in the same wave together, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, and it's probably comic stuff because I mean, I guess every every there has I don't think we've had a really solid movie wave. It's pretty much everything's been mixed, so that's probably yeah. the case. Yeah, probably. Sweet. Agreed. Well, all right, that's a that's a nice full episode of of a lot of lot of goodness to, to tide us over. So thank you guys for uh, finding the time to get together and uh, staying up a little late to record. And thank you, everyone, for listening and sticking with us as well. Uh, we're, we're sorry we had a gap, but we're back, and we, we love toys just as much. <laughs> if not more. If maybe not, yeah, maybe more. <laughs> All right. All right, so for Legion of Dan's, I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Danny Newman. I'm Daniel Lynch. And I'm Pixel Dan Erdley. And we're signing off. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in the aisles.